Welcome to Fun and Fundraising, everybody, the podcast where we talk with people behind top nonprofit galas and signature fundraising events to showcase how they positively transform their communities. I am your host, Rob Giardinelli, and today I'm really excited to have two good friends of mine on, Betsy Hudson and Stephanie O'Neill. And they are co-chairs for an upcoming event that really is one of the largest, I would say, fundraising events and most popular fundraising events in Texas. It's Dancing with the Stars Austins, presented by Mercedes-Benz of Austins, Dancing with the Stars, um, benefiting the Center for Child Protection. And this is really just, it's an event that really brings all segments of the community together. And I thought that they would both be able to provide really great insights into what it takes to put on, you know, really, and this is a production because of, you know, dealing with all the talent um, that goes into that. So with that, you know, we're really excited to have Stephanie and Betsy on and welcome and thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you on. I'm excited to get this conversation going. So, you know, for the first question, you know, I would like, um, I'll feel, let Stephanie answer this one. And that is, tell us a little bit about what the mission for the, of the Center for Child Protection. Absolutely. So the Center for Child Protection is basically a safe space for a child that has been abused to tell their story. Um, they help to reduce the trauma for children during the investigation process, the prosecution process. Um, and it's a place where they can meet with someone who is friendly, warm, able to tell their story in one space at one time. A lot of times in these situations, kids have to retell and retell their story. Um, and the center provides an incredible space for them to feel comfortable. And they provide all these services for free, which is incredible. And they do things like forensic interviews, um, educational prevention, trainings, therapy, and even medical care for these kids. Wow. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, that, that's quite a few bit of services in one space. And what I really love about this organization is the organization really goes out of its way to really minimize the trauma of children who have been impacted by abuse. And I think just the fact that kids can do that once and then they can kind of work on the healing process that much faster is really, really a great model that I hope, you know, you know, you know, anyone who's looking to do abuse prevention, you know, the Center for Child Protection really does have one of the best models I've ever seen of doing that and really allowing things, not that you want to call that streamlining, but to really minimize right. the trauma that, you know, mm -hmm. that people actually go through. True. They're the only nonprofit in Travis County involved in the investigation and prosecution of crimes against children. So they are hugely important. Absolutely. And, you know, and I know that, you know, it networks with some of the other nonprofits with that because, you know, it's kind of a lifts all boats sort of thing. So it's, you know, it's good that you all can be an anchor for that, you know, and showcase, you know, and help the community more broadly. And, you know, with that, you know, I want to, you know, to have the next question, you know, go to, you know, have Betsy answer that. And I'd like to learn a little bit more about how each of you has gotten involved with this organization. And um, Betsy, I'll let, I'll let you start. Yeah. So I've been involved with dancing for a few years now um, in a couple of different capacities. My introduction to it was actually being asked to be a dancer. Um, so I was a showcase dancer about five years ago. Um, and then that was really my first introduction to the meeting, um, or I'm sorry, first introduction to the center. Um, and I did not, I was not aware that there was a center for child protection prior to that. Um, you know, 
I think being a parent, especially it's an easy cause to get on board with, especially when you learn the intricacies of finding out about child abuse from, you know, the point where they might be taken from their home or taken all the different places that a child has to go to and why being able to show up at the center and do it all at once, one time, and then get on the path to healing. Um, you know, it's just incredible that we're able to, to offer that to them. Um, so after I was a showcase dancer, I of course wanted to be involved more. I was very lucky that they asked me to come back as a judge um, and sit on the stage and get to be a part of it that way. And then after that, I was asked to be a co-chair with Stephanie, which I love her. We work together so well. Love you. Um, we have had the best time getting to do this, but also it's that common thread between everyone who's on the committee or who is dancing or a part of it at all. Um, it's just something that once you're in it, I can't ever imagine being out of it because child abuse is not something that's going to stop after our evening on December 9th. The reason that we're here raising money every year is that unfortunately this is going to continue to happen. However, with awareness, um, with the funds raised, we can actually make a real difference and shorten the length of time for these kids to get help, but also make aware um, or bring awareness to the community because there's a lot of signs that people need to be aware of. And abuse is unfortunately something that happens no matter the background that you come from. Um, it's all across the board and people from all walks of life need to be aware of it so that this can hopefully um, stop happening. That's a great answer. And I love how you've been involved with, you know, the organ, not just the organization, but this particular event in multiple different ways over the years. Um, and, you know, I love that you find new ways to get involved. And I think that's, you know, you know, with a really good organization, one that you want to be with for years and years, it, it's great to be able to do different things because it allows you to more really allows you to more understand the organization and just how wide of reach the impact is. And, you know, Stephanie, I'd love to know, you know, cause I've known you a really long time. I don't <laughs> know how you initially got involved with the organization. So I actually, um, you know, yeah. I'd love to hear how, you know, how you got involved. And then I've got a fun little nugget to share after Stephanie speaks. Well, yay. Okay. Yes, actually, you know, prior to my life in fashion, I was a child and family therapist. Um, so my cause has always been children, children and puppies I love. Um, so I've always had a special place in my heart for children, even before I was a mom. Um, and back in the day when I was um, doing child and family therapy, I was actually a volunteer at the center. Um, I was one of the greeters. So I was one of the first people that the children would meet when they walk through those doors. Um, it was in a different location back then. But so even then, the center was near and dear to my heart, and I saw what they did for these kids and these kids that would walk in, obviously so scared and not knowing what to expect because it's probably their entire life. They don't know what to expect. And to be greeted by someone who genuinely cares, sometimes that was me, um, and then to be led through this warm process, a warm and inviting process, was incredible to see firsthand. So the center has always been an incredible force for me. I think it's such an incredible cause. Um, and then I was lucky enough to be asked to dance. Um, I was one of the exhibition dancers one year, which they had a few of us just do an entry level dance, entry level, very entry level. 
Um, <laughs> and then I was asked to actually compete. Um, and it was incredible. The whole gala, the whole event is just so much fun. Um, so it's been great to be involved in various ways. Um, and then I've loved co-chairing. It's just, it's incredible to see the behind the scenes and what a well-oiled machine this is with the center um, and what an impactful event this is in so many different ways. Um, and to be a part of that is incredible. You know, that's that's amazing. And I love how you both got involved in different ways. But I also love how you two initially met and became friends. So, um, Betsy, I'd love for you to kind of share that because I just learned about this in the green room <laughs> and I thought it was a really interesting thing. And what I like about it is that it just goes to show that friendships can convey in multiple different ways. So, Betsy, go ahead and and share a little bit about how you two initially met. Yeah, it was a bit of kismet. Um, <laughs> I uh, had a podcast with a girlfriend of mine a few years ago, and we would interview, um, you know, well, she and I were kind of struggling with that work-life balance. How do you balance it all? Can you balance it all? Or do you just say like, I can't balance it all. And, you know, we're all in the same boat. So we went around interviewing moms that had really neat um, careers or insights on things. And so we got connected with Stephanie and she actually styled us, um, as part of the podcast for ACL. And I still have that outfit because, and it's funny because Stephanie, she's like, who hasn't she styled at this point in Austin? <laughs> That's but, true. <laughs> um, the, what she put Thanks. me in down to the shoes that I bought, I bought a whole outfit from her that day. I wear it probably more than I should. I think at this point people are like, Oh, she's in that again, but I wear it all the time because it's Stephanie. Approved. <laughs> hey, and... I'm all about sustainability. So if <laughs> yeah. you're going to wear it over exactly. and over again, hashtag sustainable. Yeah. Timeless. Um, so that's how, <laughs> yeah. So that's how she and I met. And, um, I absolutely love that. Um, and then we actually danced the same year too. Yeah. Um, and so it all just worked out and now we're co-chairing together and it's just been great. It is such a fun night. I know that I'm kind of speaking for Stephanie, but I would, um, I would, you know, say that she and I are both creative people. And so not only do we get to help with the fundraising side of it and, you know, really feeling like you're digging in deep to help these kids, because it's a cause that, like I said, once you're in it, you're in it. Like, mm -hmm. this is something that we'll be doing, you know, the rest of my life, at least something I always want to help with. But the night has such an interesting shift from the fundraising to the show production and being creative and getting to be a part of all the elements that you actually want it to be a show that people enjoy and want to come back to is a lot of fun. And that's um, one of my favorite parts of working with Stephanie, too, is getting to share a vision and come up with a really entertaining evening. That's great. I agree. And, and, oh, go ahead, Stephanie. Well, I was going to say that's what's so fun about this event because there's so many different components. And in being co-chair and seeing kind of the background of it and the other side, there's the business aspect with like how much money are we going to raise? There's the creative aspect. How do you stay like the number one entertaining event of the year? Um, all these different things. And what's so fun with Betsy is that we both bring different perspectives. We're both creative. Um, she's done dance before, like professionally. So she has that background too. And so she can speak to that. Um, I own a business, so I can speak to some of those things. So it's really fun to work with someone that you just kind of complement each other so well and communicate with each other so well. 
That's I think it's a bit of a yin and yang because yeah. even with Stephanie and I, you know, talking when we are on the phone, like she's very good with numbers. And so she's always like, okay, well, when we, when we have to put this amount of money into it, what's the return on it? And I'm just like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so Stephanie definitely comes with the business aspect of it, which I mean, I think is probably, you're probably the more valuable member of the team. Because- <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Well, it's equal. And I actually, that's a good thing to segue into. So you two have a great rapport and a great chemistry. So what advice would you give to someone who's looking to co-chair something with a friend? Because that, you know, I've seen over the years where that goes exceptionally well, like it does with you two, but I've also (laughs) seen where it has not gone exceptionally well and friendship uh, friendship has ended. And I've seen that more than once. So what is the secret to really creating a good camaraderie with your co-chair? And I'd love each of you to answer. I, I think first off is the mission. Um, I'm not looking to do this for myself. I'm not seeking anything personally from it. And I don't think Stephanie is either. Um, at the end of the day, the point of working together, um, is to raise money for the kids. It is a very simple mission, raise money and give people a good time so that they want to come back year after year and put their money towards the center as well, or their time, or do a tour, or introduce someone new to the center that can be a help to them in the future. Um, So I think having a shared vision to me is the key element in it. it. Fantastic. I completely agree. I agree. I think the shared mission, because at the end of the day, if we both have differing ideas, we're like, okay, what's best for the center? What will get our end result? Um, I also think, like I said, when you have different perspectives and different value adds, to respect that. And there are moments where I'm like, Betsy, you totally saw that dance sequence and what a great idea to have a showcase and things like that. And then like she said, I'll speak numbers and that kind of stuff. And we let each other kind of speak to what our skill sets are. Um, And constant communication. Um, You know, Betsy's great about texting and being like, hey, should we chat about this before? When I'm just kind of running along with retail life and like, oh yeah, that's happening now. (laughs) Yeah, let's chat. Um, So it's great to have that and to be able to have like a quick conversation with each other and respect each other's opinion, um, but constantly leave that communication open. Those are really both great answers. And Betsy, I want to highlight a point that you said in your answer, and that is is that you're doing it for the purpose and mission of the organization. And I can tell you from experience, I can always walk in a room and kind of see if it's a vanity play for whoever the chair is yeah. versus it's really about the organization. The co-chairs realize that they're part of an ensemble and literally Dancing with the Stars Austin is an ensemble. Mm-hmm. And I love how you just explained the importance of that, that it's it's about a higher purpose. And it's not about, you, you know, it's not about an individual's ego. It's about the organization and how you can help impact the community. And I love how you, you know, how you highlighted that and appreciate that. And, you know, with that, you know, I want to talk, you know, delving a little bit deeper into, um, co- you know, into co-chairing. This is your second consecutive year co-chairing this event. Um, And Stephanie, we can start with you with this question. What is something you learned from last year that you'll learn that you'll do a little bit differently this year? You know, I think last year we, it was our first year. So we were kind of like not understanding the whole process, kind of hesitant to do some stuff. Um, I think we learned later on that it's so important to create synergy with the dancers Ours is obviously a very specific event, right? You're you're bringing people in that are quote unquote celebrities. 
So they're busy people. They have a lot going on. So for them to say yes to dance is a huge win for us already. Um, but for them, then for them to be guided along this process and feel comfortable is a whole nother thing. Um, so I think what we learned last year was to have some more like camaraderie events and things like that, because it really shows the night of when all the dancers are so excited. They love being a part of this cast. They're really and they're invested in the mission. Um, and I think that's what we're discovering is that the more they know about the center and the more they're invested in that mission, kind of like what Betsy was saying about us the more they're like willing to give it 110% and really take ownership of it and want to see that night be a huge success, which is a win-win for everybody. When you have people involved that, involved that are volunteering their time, um, it's huge for them to be invested in the overall success, not just their own performance. And I think that's what we we started to create last year. And I think we're really taking that up a couple notches this year too. With the dancers, with everybody is just creating this synergy and this investment in the center and investment in the success of that night overall. Wow. that I love how you talked about the camaraderie and that, you know, a lot of that stuff builds with time. And you've also got that element that each year is a different cast. So that's, you know, right. I love that you're kind of leaning into, leaning into that more and taking that process. And Betsy, you know, do you have anything to add as to anything you learned from last year that, you know, you're going to evolve, evolve the way you do it this year? I agree with Stephanie completely. Um, yeah, you know, we're asking, we have a big ask for these dancers. Um, it is a lot. Um, and it, you know, it's a lot to not only have all the practices, a lot of the dancers have not danced in a professional capacity before. And so I think one thing that we always hear every year is like, oh, I have two left feet, you know. Um, and then to <laughs> see that, you know, with a lot of hard work, they really do put everything into it. Um, that the night of everyone looks amazing. Like it really is someone who even like their family members sometimes have been like, I can't believe they're dancing. They, you know, and then they put on this show and everyone's jaws are on the floor. Um, and so to not only be able to help give them that boost of esteem and letting them have a performance that is, you know, so eye catching and something they'll remember doing for years, but also like, Stephanie said the synergy and bringing them into the center. I think one, you know, one way that we get new dancers every year is not only from just, you know, personal relationships with people, whether it's Stephanie and I are, or the committee, but um, past dancers have a huge impact on future dancers and, you know, being able to maybe ask on our behalf and say, Hey, this was a really positive experience that we had with the center. And I think you should do it too. Um, you know, put on the, put on the courage cape and, you know, put yourself out there and do it. So, um, I think that's something we've learned, uh, getting into like the nitty gritty of the night. I mean, I think every year, our first meeting, we're like, <laughs> how do we make the event shorter? <laughs> <laughs> and it's I don't know, if it it out, but we're trying. <laughs> so well, yeah, we're trying to make some... the whole thing entertaining and not just like there's the dance and then there's the fundraising yeah. we're trying to this year really kind of incorporate it all and make it all even more exciting yeah absolutely it, and I want... a, it's a fine line between wanting to make sure that it's like a great you know piece but kind of having to look and say you know just from a um, logistics standpoint okay is this going to work for next year we tried it this year is this the best way to use you know this factor and this factor. Um, and so it's all a learning curve. I think that's one of the things that keeps bringing me back to it is it's a new event every year. Um, and so getting to work. Yeah, with we such had a so many ideas. <laughs> I know we <laughs> come last up year that night. We're like, oh, yeah. 
I, we always I, come in and we're like, we want this, 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 yeah. this. And then the budget starts to come in or oh, yeah, then, exactly. okay, is and then we talk numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the creative part better, but yes. Well, you know, I want to highlight something that you were talking about and that is, you know, how you, and you've both brought this up during our conversation so far. And that is, you know, having former dancers be involved with the organization. And one thing about Dancing with the Stars Austin that I've always just been in such awe of is the devoted and passionate following this event has. I mean, it really is. You see the same people year after year. There are some people that I only see them at that. I don't see them at any other point throughout the year. What is, you know, what's a thing a person or an organization that you found can do to really create a devoted following for their own annual gala or or, or signature fundraiser? I think like what we were saying, invested in the mission. Obviously, this is a cause that's so incredible and it's children. So I think anyone can relate and have a soft space in their heart for this. Um, and then I think with entertaining them and taking it up a notch every year, I think we've continued to increase the bar, not only financially, but um, entertainment wise. Like we've, we've, we, we took it up a couple notches last year with more dances, things like that. We have ideas for this year to take it up a couple notches. So not just being the same event every year, um, but being something that someone's already invested in the mission, but then they want to go again to see what's new. This is this was so much fun last year. Oh my gosh, what are they going to do this year? So to keep them wanting to come and also wanting to support a cause that's near and dear to their heart. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and Betsy, I'd like um, for you to, you brought up a couple of times the term shadow dancing and, you know, we're kind of getting into the point where we're talking more about the event. Can you explain the difference of like what a shadow dancer is versus what a, you know, a celebrity dancer is and kind of, you know, oh, you did one uh, before you, you know, you, you had done that before you became a judge. So I, yeah. you know, and Stephanie was a, you know, a, I want to say a professional dancer, but a celebrity dancer. So I'd love to hear more about that. Um, okay. So you mean a showcase dancer? Yes. A showcase dancer. I'm sorry. Yes. So a showcase dancer is someone that we just asked. Um, it's kind of like just before the event entertainment. Um, you know, we might use the, you know, pro dancers in that capacity um, where it's just a little bit of fun before the actual dancing begins. So showcase dancer is asked on by the center, um, just as pure entertainment, no competition. And then the celebrity dancer side of it is someone that is brought on because of, um, you know, their connection or their platform um, to actually compete the night of for the mirror ball trophy. So, you know, I, I want to dive in. This is the perfect time to kind of dive into that because I've got a zillion questions about it, you know, that I think people want to know. The first, I, I think, is, you know, what, because this year, and we'll get into kind of who the dancers are in a moment, but you have some pretty, you know, nationally known names that are a part of this year's cast. What is the what is the secret to getting a high profile person or a celebrity to say yes, and especially to a commitment like this? Because you know they're doing multiple dance lessons. It's not uh, Dancing with the Stars Austin is not completely unlike the you know the 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 main show on ABC or Disney Plus. You know, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on how to get someone to a yes for it's such a big commitment. Right, I think. Going back to connecting with the mission, number one, I think that's the fundamental for it all. If 
if they believe in the mission and they see what an impact the center does, that's a first step towards a yes. Um, I do think some of these have started as a personal favor or a, a request from a friend of like, would you, yeah. this would be amazing. You would be amazing. Um, and then I think, you know, there's also, we've invited guests this year that are dancing next year, you know, like, so it's really getting them to see a, what is this about? Why are we, why do I even care? You know, right. The center, what does it do? B, why is this a fun event? Why would I even want to be involved? And once you go to this event and you see what an awesome experience it is, and yes, it takes work and yes, it's, it's time, your time, but to see yourself on stage and see how awesome the crowd reacts and see how quickly it goes. I think it's incredible for the, for them to see that this is an impactful event, but it's also an entertaining and fun event. And so your yes is huge, but it's all for great causes and a great night. I love that answer. Betsy, do you have anything to add on that? I think she said that pretty perfectly. I honestly, there's <laughs> really, <laughs> that, that is how we get them to do it. <laughs> um, you know, we, I will add though that, you know, for, for us, like Stephanie said, you know, we invite people this year for next year, sometimes, especially because Austin has become um, in the last few years, uh, kind of a hot spot to move to. Um, and so the, the dynamics of Austin have changed. And so just, we're always looking to future years ahead. Stephanie and I won't be the chairs forever, but do we want to be able to offer as much as we can for fu for future chairs? Of course, because again, this all comes back to the mission and continuing to help the center. Um, so there might be people that we just want to get them in the room so that if we needed to have and ask for them, even if, you know, it's not the next year, but the next year, they know what we're talking about. It's for someone who's never been to the event. It's kind of hard to explain it to them because there's so many moving pieces to it. Um, and then you throw in just explaining the center and explaining why it's important. Sometimes the easiest way is just to be like, look, come sit at my table for the event, see what it's all about and just get that little bug in them to want to help. And I think that makes the ask easier later on. Absolutely. And I love you both really said kind of two thematic things. One is it's a cultivation. So it's not necessarily that, you know, it, it would be great to get yet. Yes, it's the first time every time, mm -hmm. but you also both understand that that may not be the case. And the fact that you have the vision to be like, no, may not. No, doesn't mean no, never. No, may mean no, not right now. But, you know, I'm pregnant this year, or I'm trying to have a baby, or, right. you know, I'm launching an IPO or whatever it is, but I can dance exactly. next year. You know, you, you, you're seeing, and you're also kind of, you know, you're, you're hearing and understanding what they're going through and you're realizing that there's a long game sometimes to be played with some people to, you know, to say yes. And I love how you both described, describe that and really that it is very much like a pipeline. And it's something that you, you know, you work, you work at, and it happens over time. Not everything happens instantaneously. And it's, you know, it's a great way of knowing that, you know, you're already planning for next year's event before the current one even happens. And that's something that's a recurring theme of all the top events. They all pretty much do that now is that the cultivation process starts before the current years even happen for the following year. True. It's all about relationship building, right? I mean, that's life, that's business. Um, but especially for these kind of things, because you want them to be invested in the center for life. You want them to come back as a judge, as a dancer, as a co-chair, committee member. So it's about building that relationship, not just with you, but with the center. Um, and I think the center is great at doing that. Absolutely. So, you know, with that, with that said, tell us about this year's 
sensational crop of dancers. I mean, you've got a really all-star lineup. So I want to hear, you know, about them and kind of what you think you, what you think this year's cast brings that's unique to this year's cast. It really is a phenomenal cast. Um, I kind of still pinch myself at certain times. Not only that, but our but our judges, um, which I'm not gonna say. Yeah, I don't even. I don't want to drop anything too soon. However, um, we really the people that are going to be on stage this year. It's really impressive. Um, you know that we've been able to. Um, you know, just have this group of people, but I feel it that way every year with the cast, to be honest, I feel like every year that I've been a part of, it's like, Oh, I can't believe that this is our cast. They're so talented, but the bar just keeps going up and up and up. Um, and so this one, this one's going to be a good one. It's going to be an entertaining night for sure. Did you want us to go to like, yeah, you know, list some of the folks or all the folks, you know, list whomever you would want to, you know, list, you know, cause you've got some really, you know, good, impressive names that, a lot of people in Austin will know, but also a lot of people outside of Austin and outside of Texas will know. And I think that's wonderful. It's a good variety of people too, which is exciting. Yeah. They all kind I, of represent different careers and different fun things. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. I'll just go down the list. Yeah, and, please do. Um, we, we, I mean, we have Dave Annabelle, we've got Amy Beard, Victor Beck, Myra Calderon, Angela Garcia, Preston James, James Klingman, Christy Carlson Romano, Brooke Nickel, Nazreen Shahi, and Kenny Vaccaro. Um, I mean, we could talk about each one for sure, but <laughs> I didn't look them up. But They're amazing. Look They're them all up. incredible. I mean, yes. They really are. And I mean, you've got everything from, you know, philanthropists to actors to community leaders, and they all come together and really kind of create this interesting dynamic. And Betsy, I have a question for you, and that is, what's the difference of being in a cast and seeing another year's cast? You know, I'd love to kind of get your perspective of what's it like in the cast bubble and watching the cast bubble. Um, I mean, I think from an audience member's point of view, it is neat for a lot of people to see someone that they might have seen on a television show or seen in a public light and then see them in the room with you doing a dance that they've worked so hard on. I mean, these dancers every year, um, especially since most of them have, you know, maybe they're maybe they've never danced in their life, but then to throw in the element of ballroom dancing, which is still another level of dancing um having to dance with a partner is no easy feat um and make it in sync and have the choreography work together not only that but the facial expressions it's a lot of learning on the go um and so i think being in the bubble like when i was judging you're really just trying as a judge to not only give um positive feedback to the dancer but also offer a little something to the audience about why like, yes, you can just say like, everything was great. You're, this was great. I love your costume. But for me, being that I do have a background in dance, I wanted to give the audience a little bit of um, like, you know, technically, why did I think it was good? Was it that they're, um, you know, that they had all of the accents with the music, they hit all of them. That's not always easy to do. Um, so for me, I think just being able to offer that from inside to the audience so they do feel like if they were watching the show on television, they're getting the exact same experience, but in our hometown. That's the perfect answer. And I love, I love how you conveyed that. So with that, 
I want to talk about what people can expect when they walk into this year's Dancing with the Stars. And it really is one of the most fun nights I, that I look forward to every year. And Stephanie, I'd love for you to kind of field that question. Sure. Well, starting last year, we really wanted it to be kind of an immersive experience. So once you kind of go up those escalators, you are now in Dancing with the Stars. And last year we had kind of into the mirror ball theme. So we wanted you to feel like, okay, I'm going into the mirror ball. This year, our, our, um, we were hoping to do kind of a Met Gala vibe. So you'll see kind of what we interpreted that to be. Um, but it's the same vibe. Like you are just drawn in. And from the moment you get there, you're entertained. From the moment you get there, there's things to watch. There's things to do. There's pictures to take. Um, so we really want it to be an elevated event that from the minute you walk in to the minute you leave, your eyes are on something visual and exciting. Um, so I hope that everybody sees that this year. And again, we've tried to make it a little bit shorter by being a little bit more concise. Um, but we'll see. There's so many components that go into place, as you know, um, and so many behind the scenes things that to incorporate all the elements of fun, um, the realness of the mission, um, fundraising, all of that, it's a lot to put in a few hours, but it's going to be entertaining for sure. Absolutely. And it's a destination fundraiser. I mean, we might just be downtown in Austin, but people block this night off on their calendar a long time in advance. As soon as we start releasing table sales, um, not only do we get a whole new crop of people that are there every year that are wanting to support their friend or someone that they want to see dance. But we also have huge retention from people the years past. Like you said, there are people that you see and you only see them at this event every year. Um, and so it's just a night that, you know, we want people to not only remember the mission and where the money at the end of the night is going, but to have fun and to kind of feel like they are, like Stephanie said, entering into a full experience. Um, we want this to be more than the bare bones of like, you come in, you register, you sit, you, you know, have a fundraiser, you watch the show. We want this to be more than that. We want this to be something that people are talking about that they're like, we have to go back next year. Um, we don't know what, what's in store and we want to be there to experience it um, firsthand. Well, and what I, you stay know, tuned. Well, absolutely stay tuned. But, but one thing I do, cause I feel you're both being a little modest here. So you, this event is done on a Saturday in December. So remember that, <laughs> I mean, you've got lots of competition and right. yet every year you get a thousand plus people to go to this. And it really is a testament to, you know, your leadership, the leadership of the organization, that it is a destination to do during the holidays when it is hyper competitive with holiday parties, office parties, whatever it is. The fact that you're able to consistently draw that year after year. And I know that you all are getting, you know, you're all getting and pushing, you know, into the, you know, Close, closing in on 20 years, you know, pretty soon for you all to be able to do that is just really remarkable. And I just, you know, I applaud you all as friends and as fellow community citizens for everything you do to make this event just a really magical night in Austin where you get to see really things that you really couldn't see anywhere else. So, you know, I want to applaud you Thank both you. for that. This event Thank has you. come a long way, but I think that goes to show um, I mean, first off, I can't even say it without complimenting the center staff that doesn't just work on this event, but on every event. And they're there for the kids that come in the door every day. It could be 2 a.m. and someone from the center is going to be there. So 
I feel like without giving a shout out to the center as a whole um, about how many things they juggle and what they have done. Um, you know, this event started back in 2007 and they raised just under $500,000 last year. We almost raised 2 million. And I think that's because people, once they're, you know, it's a hook, line and sinker. Once you're in, you can't help, but the center has done such a great job at just making sure that all donors feel appreciated too. So it has been a cultivated thing for years and years. It's a well-oiled machine. You, like I, I referenced that before, but it really is once you kind of see the behind the scenes, they got it down to the dates. Like this ends in December, we start meeting in January. Um, and we've already talked about half the things the year before. So they've got it down. They know how this rolls out. Um, and they have a vision two years prior on what the next two years are going to be. So kudos to them. And they've elevated it every year, which has been so fun to see. Absolutely. And just to see kind of the evolution. And I think in a lot of ways, this event mirrors the evolution of Austin in a lot of ways and kind of what's come in over the last 15 years. So, you know, it's, you know, Betsy, I really appreciate you kind of saying, you know, how much the fundraising trajectory over the years, and it's been a steady climb. It's not like you went from 5 million to 2 million in state flat. It has been, you've steadily increased the amounts of funds raised each and every year. And that allows for that continued growth, that continued buzz and that continued excitement that, you know, I know we're all excited to see, um, you know, excited to see in December. It's going to be Thanks. a good one. Well, there's one staple, Rob. You guys are a staple at this event and we appreciate yeah. that. Well, you guys have always been so supportive and thank you for that. Well, thank you. It warms my heart <laughs> to hear that you all, you know, and I've been friends with so many of the chairs of this event over the years and each and every one of you means a lot to me. And, you know, I'm just grateful for what you all do. So thank you both very much, Stephanie, Betsy, for being on today. Thank you. I have to say, though, Thanks I feel a little us. bit like a third wheel because you guys were partnered together in the intro last oh, year. Oh, that's it right. Was I know. Our twirl was amazing. So but I'm Betsy, saying, I'm a little bit of a third wheel. I need Lance. No, 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 <laughs> no, full, full stop. Lance here. is always I, around. Don't worry. Say, <laughs> I loaned my husband out to Betsy. So, you know, yes. <laughs> there were no third wheels. Here. So y'all we share that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I will say. <laughs> that would be a ton of fun. I loved our rehearsal. And that's another little behind the scenes um, token that people don't see is, you know, that um, it's not just the dancers that are learning steps. Sometimes, you know, chairs and hosts and, um, you know, it's such a production. There's so much that goes into it um, so that everyone can deliver their, their best performance in a lot of ways. <laughs> that is true. All true. And that's the mic drop moment. <laughs> 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 Stephanie, Betsy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank, thank you so you. much for this having us. Absolutely. Can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you <laughs> at it either. And the um, Dancing with the Stars Austin, presented by Mercedes Benz of Austin, benefiting the Center for Child Protection, will be on December 9th, 2023, at the JW Marriott in Austin, Texas. For more information, please visit centerforchildprotection.org. And that will do it for this week's episode of Fun and Fundraising. I'm your host, Rob Giardinelli, reminding you to keep it fun, keep it interesting, and your guests will have a great time. Have a great day, everyone, and take care.